We've been trying to start this for like 10 minutes now, but dumb thing just keeps getting in the way, and it, it was really annoying, honestly, but we are now recording. Uh, it is just Angelo and I today. Uh, Austin is in the process of moving. He is almost done, but he couldn't join us today, so he'll be back, I believe, next week, but it might be another week. We'll see when that comes. A lot to talk about today. Uh, NBA free agency opened yesterday at 6 p.m. There were quite a few moves yesterday. There's not been as many today. We're going to cover them all really quickly. We'll talk about some of them more in depth. But there's some that we'll just have, you know, one word to say on it, whether we like it or not, and then we'll keep moving. It's weird to start with this, but we do always open with news. This is... Angelo's going to take a victory lap, so I'm warning all you listeners at home to prepare yourselves. But, Angelo, go ahead and uh, tell the uh, the listeners that are listening to this probably already know, because this is going to come out tomorrow. And yeah. The news yeah. broke about an hour ago, so go ahead, take your, take, take your victory lap. What do you mean? What victory lap? Come on, no, is, I have a, I have a question now, then. Since uh, you're Mr., you know, oh, I like to, I like people when they stay where they were drafted. Is Dame like the Antichrist now to you? Did he betray oh. you? Do you feel betrayed? Do you feel betrayed, Ren, now that Dame's requested a trade out of the dumpster fire that is Portland? I'm disappointed. You're insane. It, like I said, there's something about long term loyalty to a team. That's very overrated. Yeah, I know. So you're going to say Tim Duncan staying with the Spurs is overrated. Dirk Nowitzki staying with the Mavs was overrated. Well, here's the problem. Here's here's the problem. The Spurs and the Mavs set those players up to have successful careers. The whether you like it or not, the Portland Trailblazers, despite their efforts of their fascination with the combo guard, did not set Dame up to be the player that he potentially could live up to. And I don't think, I don't think, I know you don't think this hampers him, but I, I, I don't look at him in the same way as I do stuff. And he really should be. He's really that close. But I don't think it's even close to me. And it's too little too late. That's just my personal opinion. I am capable of separating the player success from the team success. So I can watch a player and, you know, you know, that guy can, really play basketball very well even if his team's not successful and I don't I think that's a difference between the two of us because you don't care if like he's doing everything he can and the rest of the team isn't following along um so Dame is right there with stuff for me just because his team has not won because Dame hasn't had a clay like why do you think let me let me ask you this question okay how many points did clay score Without dribbling, when he did the eleven dribbles, how many points was it? Was it was like thirty-five or forty something? So thirty-five points without dribbling. So what, like, why does that make Steph a better player, right? When Draymond Green, prime Draymond Green, was shutting down the offensive superstars on the other team, why does that shine a light on Steph? Why are we not talking about the fact that Steph is the greatest shooter of all time? That's something. But that's what we should judge them on, is what they do, not what their team does. Like, it doesn't matter if Damian Lillard drops 40 if the center on the other team scores 50. Because his center, like, what do you, do you expect Dame to stop him? No. So why are you holding Dame accountable for what the team does? That's asinine to me. Because, here's why. Because you as a player especially as a leader, have autonomy over the team to a certain extent. So if you see the situation is untenable, and it has been untenable for a long, long time now, it is your responsibility to either demand those changes or get out. And if you don't do that, that's on you. But Period. why? But what you're failing, you're, there's a disconnect here, right? 
what does that have to do with how good of a player Damian Lillard is? Because no, 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 no. Because he won't demand a change oh, yes. of personnel. He can't shoot the three as well. He doesn't have as good of a handle. Because when you get to no, because when you get to a certain point, when you are at X a good amount of player, the ring chasing has to come into play. You have to try to cement. Yes, it does. You have to cement your legacy. No, when we're talking about legacy, sure, I will give you legacy. But when we're talking about the individual talent, because you said he's not on the same level as Steph Curry, and he should be. He's not viewed on the same level as Steph Curry, even though his talent would dictate that. And Huh? That's what I'm saying. That's insane. No, it's not. It's reality. Because... No, yes, because I do not care about your individual greatness if you're not putting wins and losses on the board. And a lot of people are very similar to that, whether you like that or not. For the record, I think that outside of you, most people do compare Dame to Steph, because even if you go into like 2K, when Steph was a 96, Dame was a 94, like you're the only one with this weird metric that if you're not pushing... Really? So so is Dame a top 10 player? Is Dame close to a top 10 player to you then right now? So I would classify Dame as a superstar. Is Dame a top 10 player all time? Top 10 player all time? Yes. That's... Exactly! And that's my point! But if they're in the same stratosphere, then if Steph Curry is in the top 10, should Dame not be in like the top 15, top 20? He's not even close to that to me. I would say top 25, and that's what I was going to say before you interrupted me. I think the top 25, like outside of maybe those top three guys, well, I don't, not maybe, those top three guys, like it's a lot closer than you think. He's not. Um, He's not a top 25 guy. In terms of just pure talent, he absolutely is. Dame will mess around an average 40 for a month. And you're going to tell me that because he doesn't demand that they trade for a big. He's How not, many? It doesn't matter. I'm not saying talking about legacy. I'm not talking about rings or personal awards or whatever. I'm talking strictly when this player steps on the court, is their impact greater than when they're off of it? And there are very few players that can top Damian Lillard in the league oh, right now. Since I don't have this off the top of my head, I'll give you I'll give you a chance to maybe this is a point for you. How many MVPs does Dame have? None. Huh. Weird. How many how many, how many how many first teams does he have? Mm, is it one or none? So so what you're saying it's one or none. Right, but you're, again, correlating awards entirely to talent, and we know that's not true. But you were saying he could be in the top 25, and to be honest, if you are saying that, you're comparing him to other greats who haven't won a title, like Stockton, like Malone. No, I don't don't think it's close. what you're doing is insanity. No, what you're doing is insanity. No, so you're trying to get the guy in the top 25 without any justification for him to be there. Did we not? So why did Joel Embiid win MVP when he didn't deserve it? Why did he because do it? Because people got tired of yoking. Because of the narrative, right? Yeah. So do you think the guy that is... Kicking, dragging a kicking and screaming team to the playoffs is going to win MVP or the guy that's on the 53-win team or the 72-win team? And this goes back to why you need to force that issue. But yes, the 53... So what you're doing is you're doing the argument for narrative. And I'm saying, let's ignore narrative for a minute, okay? Let's, you and I right now, let's, let's pretend narrative doesn't exist. Okay. Damian Lillard is standing in front of you. Is he a good basketball player or not? Yes, I never said he wasn't a good basketball That's player. That's what I'm saying. He is one of the best players in the league today. He is one of the best players in the league all time, especially at his position. To say that because he didn't demand that they made a trade or sign someone in free agency, his basketball talent is somehow less, is asinine. Regardless of what the Portland Trailblazers do or do not do, Damian Lillard is still the same player. He is still that good. 
it does not matter what he does or does not do in terms of the team building aspect. Is he that good? Yes. Full stop. End of conversation. You can say whatever you want about legacy, narrative, whatever. But at the end of the day, you don't win games based on legacy or narrative. You win games by scoring the basketball. Is Damian Lillard good at doing that? Apparently not because he's not winning games. That's what, I Lillard, mean, if you, if you want to oh, equate that, then yes, apparently not because oh, he hasn't won okay. games. Okay, so let me let me ask you this. Is Damian Lillard the reason the Portland Trailblazers win when they win? Usually. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is he the reason they lose? No, because he can drop 40 and they can still lose. Again, we're only talking about talent because you're trying to say he's not talented because he doesn't demand the I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm saying he's tainted his legacy. Future Angelo? Future Angelo? I I am... Listen back. I don't care what the future Angelo says. He has tainted his legacy. No. And he and not demanding a trade has absolutely made it so that he's capped his potential of where he can fall all time. No, I want future Angelo to listen back to that because you Future Angelo is not going to have a time to listen back to that because he's going to have to upload this and record this. Okay. But what I'm saying is that's not what you said. You said that his talent was lesser because he didn't demand a trade. I didn't say his talent was lesser. Yeah, I said yeah. he. I said his legacy was lessened. No, you didn't. Which it is. It absolutely is. Yes, it is. We spent way too long on that. I knew it was going to happen, but. <laughs> um. So, recapping free agency. It's one of my favorite times of the year. The only thing I like more than. The opening of free agency is the trade deadline besides, like, you know, NBA playoffs. But the list I'm going off of, I don't know if it's actually in order, but I don't have time to go look through Shams and Woj's tweets to, like, figure out, like, what the order was. So some of these, we're not going to go based on the impact. Like Rank them one and two, Shams and Woj. Okay, now it's Shams. I agree. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Yeah, but Woj has also, like, handicapped himself because, like, he knows how stupid it was. Like, we want to watch the draft. We don't want Twitter notifications 10 minutes before the pick telling us who they picked, right? Yeah. Um, But Shams is definitely, like, he, he's been better lately. Um, at least, At least in terms of news. So what I'm saying is, like, we're going to have some big names early. Like, we're not going to list this based on, like, start with the lower tier ones and end with a bang. With that said, the first signing on the list was Kyrie Irving staying with the Mavericks. Uh, $126 million over three years. What <laughs> do you think of that one? I think... Hmm... I think that's kind of the corner they've painted themselves in. And while that doesn't necessarily like solve their problems defensively, they kind of, after they did that trade, they kind of had to re-sign them and yeah. see and try to see this through. I think if I was grading it, I would give them a B, maybe a B minus. Yeah. Yeah. That's C or B for sure. Like, you got, you got a great player. A whole so- summer of an off season where Kyrie and Luca can kind of get to know each other better Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to being on the court, because I think they have very different personalities. So I don't think they're going to be, you know, going out to dinner very often, but they, they did seem to have decent chemistry towards the end of the season. Um, it with Kyrie's issues. And I said this back during the trade deadline when they got him, Committing long-term to Kyrie, it's risky. Not just because, you know, he's going to tweet some crazy things and get himself suspended, but he's also not been the healthiest lately. And we're talking 43, 44 million a year. That's a big price to pay for 50 games. So, you know... On the surface, I love it just because Kyrie has, when he plays and just 
plays basketball and doesn't do crazy stuff. Kyrie has been one of my favorite players. Um, and I do want to see him succeed outside of being the shadow of LeBron James. Uh, so hopefully it works out for him. I, like I said, it depends on Kyrie's availability, but it could be an overpayment, which is weird to say because Kyrie absolutely at the top of his game deserves $40 million plus, but we'll see how that plays out. Uh, do you have anything else for it? No, not really. I'm just, it was a move that the Dallas Mavericks had to make at this point. Or a sign um, that the Dallas Mavericks had to make at this point. The next actually is another high profile one. Draymond, Ge- Draymond Green. <laughs> Dr- Draymond Green. Wow. Mm. Green. Uh, 100 million, four years staying with the Warriors. What? You didn't see this one? No, I didn't see that one. So the only thing I don't like about it, because this means that like we were wrong and the the Warriors are absolutely not going to do a little retool and start preparing for the future, which I guess we should have seen coming when they traded away Jordan Poole. Um, is by the end of this, like Draymond Green is not the Draymond Green of the championship runs. And at the end of this contract, he's going to be 36 years old. I think you're already getting diminished returns now. You're absolutely getting diminished returns, but I still think he is. He's a guy that we know is a good locker room leader. Um, He's very, very vocal, and he still is. Maybe not so much on the offensive end of the floor, but he still is a very good defensive player. So depending on any other move, because they... I don't think this is the last major move the Warriors are going to make. I don't think it can be. I think there's moves to be made involving some of their younger players, like Kaminga, for example. Um, I don't know. This could either go really well or really bad. I'm going to give it a C because I don't think it's terrible, but I don't think it's good. It just depends on what else they do. Because I, I think, think it could terrible. go all the way up to a B plus, and I think it could go all the way to an F. Yeah, no, I'm giving this a D. That's, mm-hmm. that's no. Whoa. Yeah, no. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. I don't care what what kind of nice things he has to say on his podcast. That that no. At some point, you have to make a move for business, and you're already starting to see diminished returns. I get that he's been with your organization forever, but I don't know. I think I I think you should have gone a different direction. I I mean, I think that was the consensus of no reserves. Like we yeah. talked about it ad nauseum about how we kinda thought they needed to move on from Dre and to a lesser extent Clay. Mm-hmm. Um but we'll see how it goes. It is what it is, I guess, for now. And like I said, I think depending on the rest of the off season, I think it could end up being a solid move, not a great move, but a solid move because he does have a great presence in that locker room and on the defensive side of the ball. So we will see. Um, that means they're going to open up the pockets and go well into the luxury cap. Well, that's going to be fun. I mean, they've, they've got it. They, yeah. Like, <laughs> Jersey sales for the golden state warriors are insane. Like oh, I'm sure they are. Steph Curry isn't, isn't Steph Curry like a top five. I think so? Curry, I mean, Curry was number one for a year or two, but yeah, I don't, he's definitely still in the top five people. Still love Curry, even though it's not as prominent as it was. Um, yeah. Next trade on the agenda: Fred VanVleet to the Rockets, a hundred and thirty million over three years. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say I don't like it. I'm guessing this prelogs James Harden signing there. So here's here's the concern. So you. The Rockets have a really good young guard, correct? We, we'd yeah. all agree with that, right? Yes. I almost called him uh, Draymond Green, but Jalen Green. <laughs> so if they sign James Harden, right? Yep. And now they have what, Fred. What does this do for Green's development? Because you're taking the ball out of his hands, for sure. I'm off the bench, young man. 
I mean, you you couldn't oh, realistically he's, he's run pretty, him at the three. That's probably what they're going to do. But, but you're dropping his usage rate, and I don't think that's great for development of a player when you're that far down as a team. Beyond that, do I think Fred Van Vliet is going to be as solid or look as good as he does when he doesn't have Toronto's defense? Because Toronto's a very solid defensive team. Oh, yeah. The Houston Rockets are not. So... What did uh, Toronto get in that deal? In what deal? You said that um, it was a trade to get Fred. Was it a trade? Did I say I thought... trade? It's not a trade. It was a free agency. Sign. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I said trade, that's, that's just me being dumb. But, nah, um, but it's a lot, a lot of money to pay for someone that's only 6'1 and doesn't really play defense. Yeah, and also do. doesn't shoot the ball super well. Yeah, I'm probably giving this a D too. I'm giving this a D. I'm I'm moving straight along. Um, this is one of those ones that I think we're just gonna say a word on. Chris Middleton stays with the Bucks. 102 million, three years, third years the player option. We've all had to be done. It. Yeah, had to be done. This is an A minus, a B plus at worst. He's closing games for the Bucks. Yep, and he, he has amazing chemistry with Giannis. I, I there's nothing yeah. to say about that one. That's a had to be done. A gimme. Um, Kyle Kuzma resigns with the Warriors, 102 million over four years. We talked about this one off air briefly. I, uh, I think I'll give I it a C. Yeah, like it's not. Like offensive, offensive, but it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's weird to me from both his perspective because, like, yeah, he got a bag, but like, do you, do you want to compete for anything? Because you're not gonna do that in Washington. At least not for a while. Hmm. Um, next one that's near and dear to my heart, Bruce Brown signs with the Pacers, 45 million over two years. The second year is a team option, so it is a, it's not as heavy of a contract as it seems. I know a lot of Pacer fans were really upset about spending 45 million, um, on Brown, which I just don't agree with. I actually, I give this one a B plus, A minus. The only drawback, in my opinion, is the Pacers are notorious in recent years for having a lot of players 6'5 and under, and this is just another guard that's 6'5 and under, um, yeah. because Bruce Brown is 6'4". The yes, he is. only caveat is I do think he's a guy that plays way above his weight class, if you will. Um, decent shooter. Uh, Probably an above-average shooter. I'm not going to say decent. He's above-average. Uh, elite defender. I like it. Would I have liked something else as a Pacer fan? Sure. Do I want another guard in the rotation? Absolutely not. But here we are. Maybe there's another trade coming. Kevin Pritchard typically doesn't make moves like this unless he's got something else in the pipeline. Um... But yeah, no, I, I I'd say B plus A minus ish, because he was closing games for Denver. Like in the playoffs, there were some games where he was waving off Jamal Murray. Well, yeah, the game four against Miami, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that hurt. That hurt. That definitely hurt. So I'm glad he's in. You know, Indiana where. He can ride off into irrelevancy. Oh, we'll talk about irrelevancy in a minute. Um, <laughs> uh, da, da, da. Next, Jeremy Grant stays with Portland. $160 million over five years. So that is... Congratulations, Jeremy. You get to be the number one option on our team again. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's weird because apparently this was on Dame's list of like things that he wanted them to do for him to stay. 
Mm-hmm. And they did it, and then he requested a trade after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, that is really not a bad deal for Jeremy Grant. I think he's worth every penny of that. Oh, yeah. That said... He's versatile, he can score. Yeah. That said, with what we now know about the Damian Lillard situation, this is a C- minus for me. Because it's a great signing if you're competing. And without Damian Lillard, the Portland Trailblazers are not competing. No disrespect to Anthony Simons. You're not competing. Though, I mean, it's not going to be... If Scoot plays like we expect Scoot to play, it's not going to be a very long rebuild. I'm still going to give it a C-. minus. Do you think Scoot Anderson might have been the catalyst behind? It's probably part of it. It probably is part of it. They probably, like, talked rotations with Dame and were like, oh, we're going to cut your playtime during the regular season and Scoot's going to play a little bit for development until we get to the playoffs and, you know. Oh, what if they got into that meeting and they were like, okay, anyway, we're going to do you at the one, Scoot at the two, and we're going to do Anthony Simons at the three. (laughs) (laughs) What if they did that? I would have thrown up on the table. <laughs> hey, small ball has worked before Jeremy Granite Center. Let's go. Um, next deal. This is another short one. Cam Johnson stays with the Nets. $108 million, four years. <laughs> one, what are the Nets going to spend their money on, right? Yeah. Two, I like Cam Johnson. It's yeah, a, this is kind of why I don't mind the coups. And then with the thing you put in the chat where the NBA teams now have to spend, what was it, 90% before the start of it? 90%. That's so. Uh, so, viewer, or listeners at home, I keep wanting to say viewers. We're not Twitch streaming yet. Um, listeners at home. So there's a change to the CBA. It's not huge because there was a limit on this before. But under the new CBA, teams have to spend up to 92 per, or above 92% of the salary cap to avoid taxes or something, penalties. I don't have it in front of me. I just read it a second ago, and I've already forgot it. Let me tell you a story, okay? Let me <laughs> tell you a story. So this is like my brain has been gone for a couple days. Um. So I, 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 I am an iPhone user, right? Gross. I'm, I am recording this on my iMac, and I've Gross. got my Apple Watch. So oh. I have unlocked my phone for the past year and a half with either facial recognition or by holding my phone in the hand that my watch is on, right? I'm surprised that camera hasn't broken yet, but go on. So last night, as I was... Opening my phone. It was right after you went to bed, actually. Mm-hmm. I went to open my phone, and it said, Enter passcode to enable Face ID. Can you guess who forgot their passcode? I'm going to give you a hint. It was me. I had to reset my phone. It gets better. Are you ready for where it gets better? Did you have to, like, factory reset it? Yeah, no, I had to factory reset it and then reset oh. it with my Apple ID. But here's the problem. Do you want to know when I last saved my cloud data? Probably seven years ago. No, no, no. It's sooner than that. It wasn't when I got my phone upgrade. It was November of 2021. (laughs) So all of my pictures, all of my contacts, everything that wasn't in existence in 2021... Wait, isn't there? Wait, is this why you went hardcore with the memes? Because you lost all the pictures of the previous memes, and you wanted more pictures of memes. Part of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's the long way of saying I just read the new rules for the CBA, and I've already forgot them. I have other things on my mind. It's constant. So, Jakob Pertl stays with the Raptors. 80 million over four years. The fourth year is a player option. There's not a lot of great bigs. Not saying Yaka Pertle's a great big, but 
he's a passable big. Yeah, that's a startable big. 20 mil a year for a starter. <laughs> yeah, 20 mil for a starter. That's nothing. I think with the new CBA rules, I think 20 mil for a starter is a good deal. Um, uh, next one, Rui Hachimura stays with the Lakers. $51 million. What? I said I could have told you that. Next one is Austin Reeves. No, it's not. Or wait. I'm saying the next person they oh. resign is Austin Reeves. Uh, so 51 million over three years. Uh, I don't know. He's only 25. So sure, he has plenty of room to grow. But it's a lot of money to pay for a guy for his potential. Oh, good. Uh, the next one is also the Lakers, and I'm not even going to say my opinion on it. I'm just going to, you're going to know. Gabe Vincent to the <laughs> Lakers, $33 million over three years. That is a massive overpay. <laughs> you should be paying them to play in the NBA. <laughs> and he gets a Lakers uniform, too. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh god no 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 I'm I'm moving on I'm not even commenting Straight. on that one that's like if there's a grade below F I'm giving it F um, Seth Curry to the Mavericks we don't have the details yet look why Irving, what why though why do you want more offense you're just trying to score 150 points a game and figure up no so, one can no one can match so, that call me crazy okay uh-huh and you'll be calling the mavericks crazy as well bear with me like follow along here okay you ready yeah is kyrie irving a good passer good yeah sure let's see is kyrie irving good at getting to the lane yes is Luka Doncic a good passer? I'd say great, but yes. Is Luka Doncic good at getting to the lane? Very. Probably better than Kyrie. Surround them with shooters. What could go wrong? Seth Curry is one you of You gotta them. stop someone eventually, Ren! <laughs> Not if you outscore them. <laughs> you just have to score so much more than your opponents. This is... Then that's what I was saying. You're just saying, okay, we'll get to 150. No one can get to that. We'll be okay. <laughs> no, that's the, like all the offense. Prove everyone wrong. Win a championship with the number thirty rated defense. They have to do a lot more. Like obviously, lively their draft pick, great fit for defensive presence. That is true. Um, They're probably just going to try to funnel everything into him. And God, who, who else did they sign that I'm drawing a blank on? Um, there is someone else. I'll the center, another center. Yeah, I am. Looking through the list, we'll get to it. Yeah, um, because it is on here. They are making steps, and I do think in the modern NBA, yes, you need defense, right? We agree, but I would argue three point shooting is more important now. <laughs> like, I think gone is the days where you say you can't win a championship without defense. Now it's you can't win a championship unless you can shoot that three. League changing, bro. This is an A for me. Just because I give it a B you plus. have two players that can basically get to the rim at will and are also good to elite passers. Mm-hmm. It's a no-brainer. Uh, Dennis Schroeder to the Raptors. 26 million two years. They needed someone after losing Freddie. Uh, Dennis Schroeder can... Play. Dominate defensive centers. So, <laughs> obviously, it's a downgrade from Van Vliet, but we'll, we'll call Dennis not, if we need someone to stop Adam. Schroeder's not a bad player. Yeah, I wouldn't even like pretend to say that. It is a step down from Van Vliet, but not a huge one. Yeah, it's a B for me. Yeah. I'd say about C. It's average. Here's one for you. 
Karis LeVert to the Cavs, or stays with the Cavs, I guess. Mm. $32 million over two years. Okay, two years. So that's $16 million a year. He's basically their sixth man. Not terrible. I don't think I don't necessarily think they needed to keep him, but I mean it's not a bad deal. It's really not like at its core for his production, thirty-two million over two years. No, it's, it's not, not a bad player for his production. The problem is you say he's a sixth man. I think he's probably closer to the eighth man on a good team. And I think that's the problem, is I think the Cavaliers are a very, very, very good one through five. Yeah. I think once you get to the bench is where we run into the issues, and I think we saw that in the playoffs. And while I think that Karis LeVert is a very good six-man, I don't think he should be a six-man on a contender. I mean, that's a fair point. I give it a C+. Plus. I do yeah. like Levert's game. I was going to say C. Yeah. Um, next, the Suns got Drew Eubanks for the veteran minimum for two years. One word, okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> sure it's a B. B? He's a good rebounder. That's about all I got. And C? Okay. It's a B. B-minus. <laughs> So imagine in 2K if Adam learned to pass out of rebounds. Okay, so in a world that's never going to happen, go on, sorry. So what I'm saying is, given the Suns and their roster makeup, I think this is a, a, it's a quality signing. Um, not shocking news, Kobe White re-signs with the Bulls, 33 million, three years. That's not bad for a guy that should be a bench point guard. I did not realize Kobe White is only 23 years old. Yeah, it feels like he's been on that team forever, huh? Holy crap. But that makes sense. If I'm not mistaken, Lonzo isn't coming back in the foreseeable future, right? Yeah, potentially ever. Yeah, potentially ever. So they kind of had to do that because Kobe White's. Kind of the best thing they got going for him at point guard right now. So, I mean, I get he's it. not a bad shooter. He's not a bad playmaker. No, no, he's not terrible. Nope. Is it a starting caliber point guard on a legitimate playoff team? No, but I don't hate it. And it's only $33 million over three years. Like, that's... $11 million. That's yeah, not that, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, no, it's not bad. Torian Prince to the Lakers, four and a half mil Whoa. over a year. Okay. Sure. Okay. He's a three and D player, and that's really what they need, I guess. Like team fit, sure, it's an A, but Ron does like his older players. And he do. Torian Prince is real old. Um. Damian Lee with the Suns, re-signs with the Suns, two years player option. I don't have the dollar amount in front of me. Um, but he did shoot 45% from three last season. That is surprisingly good. That is surprisingly good. Uh, sure, whatever. <laughs> I'm moving along. Um, Troy Brown Jr. to the Timberwolves, two years with the team here in the second option. Old Timber Pups. Yeah, sure. That's a whatever move. Reggie Jackson re-signs with the Nuggets. $10.3 million over two years. Player option in the second year. That's weird. That's really weird. How much did Reggie Jackson even get used in the playoffs? All I remember is him checking in for one minute. That was it. Yeah, that's what I thought. This this is their mid-level exception, and they used it for a guy that got one minute of playing time. Go for it. But And then I they mean, let Brown walk? They couldn't afford him. They could not match what the Pacers offered. Because mm. he was an RFA, I believe. Then they could have matched what they offered him. Can't you go over an RFA? No. 
Not to the extent that they're over. Okay. <laughs> they are in what we call cap hell. Um, okay. Javon Carter signs with the Bulls. $20 million over three years. Sure, again, like, a lot of these teams, like, they're making solid roster moves. But it's not, like, that exciting. Like, I can say this player fits, but he's still only going to average nine points per game. So is it an A+. Plus? Sure. But it's not that big of a deal for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I get that. Trey Jones stays with the Spurs. $20 million over two years. Sure. <laughs> get in on the ground floor of the Wimby era Spurs. No. Uh, he is only 23 years old. That's another one that I feel like was older. But I think just that draft class, because right after they had their first season, we had COVID. Yeah. And so it just feels like they've been in the league forever because COVID felt like forever. Um, You're good. Joe Ingles to the Magic. Veteran presence. They probably need more of that anyway. Yeah, no, 100%. That's probably the biggest need of that team was a veteran in the locker room. And I, if I remember correctly, didn't Joe Ingles just have a leg injury, though? Yeah. So, like, if you're paying him, you're paying him just to be a veteran presence. Yeah, you, um, yeah. But, I mean, they needed that in the locker okay. room anyway. So. One of my favorite trades, so or not trades, signings so far of free agency, Yuta Watanabe signs with the Suns, veteran minimum for one year. He is such a good three-point shooter. He's six foot nine, super lanky, shot 45% from three. And he's 40.5, 40.5 over the last three seasons. So this isn't like an outlier season. He just legitimately can shoot the basketball. So when you're on a team that's as star heavy as the Spurs and you're in cap hell. Star heavy as the Spurs, you mean the Suns? Suns, sure, whatever. Shut up, leave me alone. Um, getting these veteran deals, it, it's a no-brainer. This is my first legitimate A+. Plus. Good deal. I'm good to be. Um, uh, Shake Milton to the Suns I'm, or Sixers. I'm not even. Like, I don't. Or Timberwolves. I don't care. That one's bad. Herb Jones with the Pelicans. $54 million over four years. This could legitimately end up being one of the best contracts in the NBA. Herb Jones to where? Sorry. He stays with the Pelicans, but $54 okay. million over four years. Yeah, that could that yeah, that's a really yeah. good deal. Even now I think that might be one of the better ones. No, oh, yeah, no. It really is. So that's a that's another A plus for me. Um Josh Richardson returns to Miami. Um When was the last time you played for Miami? It's a while ago. It was a while. Uh, sure, whatever. Cam Reddish to the Lakers. Two years, I don't have the money. They got... <laughs> no. Cam Reddish, that's a really sneaky good signing. It has potential. But we've been saying Cam Reddish has potential since he was in college. <laughs> but here's the thing. He doesn't need to be, like, the guy. He just needs to play defense and hit shots. I've got a couple stats for you. Do you, you want You can sit to... in the corner and then just shoot through. Okay. Okay. Do you want to pass it to? Do you want a couple stats? LeBron will pass it to. Him. What's up? 4 years into his career, he has shot 32% from 3. Okay. He has more turnovers than assists. Okay. No, dude, no. <laughs> I'm not saying he needs to be everything. I'm just saying he needs to sit in that corner and shoot threes. Play defense. 
Be versatile. Catch a new from LeBron we, every once in a while. We have been waiting for that since he was drafted. Catch a new um, from LeBron every once in a while. DeAndre Jordan re-signs with the Nuggets. We saw that coming. We don't have the details yet. It's going to be a team-friendly contract, really. Um... I don't even remember DeAndre Jordan really playing in the playoffs. And I'm not saying he didn't play. I'm just saying, like, he was a non-factor. DeAndre Jordan hasn't been relevant for three, four Since years the Clippers, now. Clippers, really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. sure. I, I like it from a, again, there there is more to the game than just the basketball being played. I think as a locker room guy, DeAndre Jordan has more value than he gives on the court now. Oh, yeah. I still don't think that's that much so i want to see the dollar value of the contract but sure you just won the finals run back as much as you can i guess like don't but you already lost first round so um derrick rose to the grizzlies and this is the end of day one uh so it's 6.5 million over two years Again, this is a great trait or a great signing outside of just Derrick Rose is a quality NBA player. He's not MVP Derrick Rose anymore. He'll never get back to that. But I'm sorry, I got lost in the trade sign thing. Where did Derrick Rose go? Memphis. Memphis. Ooh. So, so he'll start the first 25 games of the season be, as long as he's healthy because Derrick or John Morant will serve that suspension. Correct. Yeah. And then when he comes back, where will Derrick Rose be? Well, that's tough because now they also have Marcus Smart. But what I love about this trade, or signing, I keep saying <laughs> trade. What I love about this signing is it gives them a guy who legitimately came from that life. <laughs> oh my God, stop it. No, we've been saying that what the Grizzlies need is a hard-nosed veteran. Well, now they've got two. Marcus Smart will put John a chokehold, and uh, Derrick Rose will berate him on like things he's actually seen, and how that life isn't as glamorous as NBA young boy makes you think it is. Um, and hopefully, John will turn his career around, and we'll go back to talking about him as the potential superstar he's going to be, instead of what did John do today. Uh, so that was the end of day one. Very active day one. Day two hasn't been as active. We are currently at 4 p.m., so there's a lot of time left in the day. So there might be things that happen between now and when this episode comes out. We apologize, but, yeah, I mean, well, there's nothing else we can do. Yeah. Um, so... First on the list, again, one that's near and dear to my heart, Tyrese Halliburton, max extension with the Pacers, eligible for $260 million over five years. It's $206 million at face value, and then if he makes the all-NBA team at any point in the next, I think it's the first three years of the contract, then it goes up to $260 million. That's the incentive plan. Mm -hmm. Look, from the Pacers' standpoint, this is an A+. Plus. It... From yeah, Halliburton's yeah. standpoint, I mean, you, you're eligible for up to $260 million. That's an A-plus. So and th there's nothing bad about this. But since you are the Pacers hater, go ahead and tell me about how Halliburton is nothing and meaningless. No, that's a good sign for him. Good for them. Oh, that was uh, another max extension today. Desmond Bain signs with the Grizzlies. That is $207 million over five years, so we're not being told if there's incentives, I guess. Um, sure, yeah. Desmond Bain is a good player. Is he a max player? I don't know. But having... All of your money tied up into your backcourt sounds like a sounds like the 2010s Portland Trailblazers problem. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
The combo guard, man, it always works. Um, Staff Trailblazers. Lamelo Ball. This must have just happened because I didn't see this when I before I refreshed. Uh, Lamelo Ball signs max extension with the Hornets again, two hundred six million up to two hundred sixty million. It's the designated rookie extension, so the max they can get is two hundred six million. They basically got the same contract, mm-hmm. uh, two hundred six million over five years. And if either of them wins MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, or lands on an All NBA team at any point during the deal, they go to two sixty. Now, the difference between the Lamelo and the Tyrese Halliburton contract for me, and keep in mind, I'm not saying. I don't like the Lamelo contract because he is worth that. Is I, I need some wood to knock on because Tyrese Halliburton has so far been relatively healthy in his career. Lamelo Ball not so much. There are injury issues within that family apparently. Um, that's the only thing that would scare me about it. But at the same time, if you put me in front of LaMelo Ball and I'm the one making the decision, I'm giving him that money and I'm not questioning it. I'm not even thinking twice. So. No, I agree with that. Especially um, if you're Charlotte, that's the best player you've had in a, since Kemba. So. And I think LaMelo will be better than Kemba. I think he might already be better than Kemba. But again, health is a factor for me. Um, we've talked about that before. Availability is a very important trait for me, um, personally. That's fair. Uh, now a, a great trait. This is a signing. This is the best signing of the day. I don't know if you've seen this or not. Max Struess. Do you know where Max Struess signed? Oh, no. Not Maxi Boy. Where'd Max Struess sign? Cleveland Cavaliers. Do you want to know how oh, much no. the Cleveland Cavaliers are paying Max Struess? Oh, this is going to hurt. $3 million over four years. That's pretty pain. I'm not going to lie. Oh, is it? It's, it's pretty pain. Do we want to, like, you can edit some clips here of you singing Max Drews's praise two weeks ago. Yeah. Do, do we want to put that in here? If Angelo doesn't do it, if future Angelo doesn't do it, listeners at home... Go go listen to some of our finals episodes about how great Max Struess is. Oof. Is this my first F? This might be my first F. Oof. That's a lot of money to pay someone for a finals performance or a playoff run, not a finals performance, because if you paid him for the finals performance, he's getting the veteran minimum. <laughs> I would have preferred if uh, we got. Not Gabe I would have preferred Gabe Vincent or Caleb Martin. <laughs> Caleb Martin, that's the one I would. Caleb have. Martin's the only one that should have got that money. Um, Brooke Lopez resigns with the Bucks, forty-eight million over two years. You, you had to do it, and he's been in that Defensive Player of the Year conversation while also stretching the floor, uh, opening it up for Giannis to get to the lane. Not that Giannis needs the lane opened up. He's going to get there anyway. Um, but Brooke Lopez just complements that play style so well. And sure, it's a good good signing. And Maxters. <laughs> He's still on the Maxters. I'm so happy right now. Like, the only way this would have been better is if the Cavs got Gabe Vincent and Maxters, but that, the stars didn't align there. Um, D'Angelo Russell re-signed with LA. It is two years, thirty-seven million. I do not think that by the time the season starts, D'Angelo Russell will be in a Lakers uniform. I think this is a sign and trade that has maybe for Max Struess. <laughs> no, that has not materialized yet. <laughs> um. So sure, it's whatever. Uh, now an interesting one. There's actually a few interesting ones in a row. Uh, Sha- uh, Sasha Veznikov, Veznikov signs with the Sacramento Kings. Uh, $20 million over three years. He was the EuroLeague MVP last season. He's six foot nine. Um, he's considered the best player in the world not playing in the NBA. Uh, interesting. Going back in history, because like I... There was a brief period of time where people were 
freaking out about Ricky Rubio and Rubio. But that was the Spanish league. It's different. Um, he does seem like I don't know a lot about this guy. I'm am going to go watch some film on him. Um, it, it's low risk, high reward. Sure. <laughs> um, you mean you're not like singing to the rooftops about him since you're the resident Kings fan here? I mean, I will say. Out of the three things I've looked at, everyone has graded this either an A plus or an A. I'm not comfortable grading it because I don't know him, but I sure cool. Also fair. I'm ex- like yeah, I don't like I briefly followed the Euro League during the summer, and it's very very short when I follow it. Um, he's only 27 years old, so he's still young. And they, the Kings still have 18 million in cap or 19 million in cap space, so they still can make a depth signing or two. Uh, Patrick Beverly to the 76ers, sure, <laughs> why not? Um, that's perfectly there, honestly. Vasilier Michek to the Thunder. This is. Another EuroLeague player. He's a two-time EuroLeague champion and a one-time MVP. He is a little bit older than our new favorite player. Uh, what was his name? Sasha Vezenkov. Um, given that he is 30. Uh, he is apparently one of Europe's best and most accomplished players, according to Woj. Um, Apparently, everyone is one of Europe's best and most accomplished players. That signs I mean, league. you can have two players that are one of the best. You can have multiple players that are one of the best. I, I don't have a comment on it. Thomas Bryant to Miami. Okay, this one. This one, I like. As much as I am the anti Jimmy Butler stan. Jimmy the Butler. I love Bryant here. Yeah. I, that's an A for me. It pains me to give the Miami Heat an A, but I'm giving him an A. That's There's very few centers that can shoot better than him. Um, still good defensively, and you're putting him into a backup role when we saw that he was a capable starter. I just wonder if they're going to run... Bam and him together. Yeah, that'd be weird. It would be um, weird. And so that's actually all of the signings thus far for today. Um, obviously, more could happen between now and tomorrow. And there could be a lot more news that breaks. Um, we're still kind of waiting on an official James Harden play. Um, it is believed that it will be Houston, but there could be something else. Uh, what other players? Obi Toppin. He's not like a star, but he is a relatively well-known name, potentially on the move. Uh, Miles Bridges. The Hornets did pick up his qualifying offer, so it is expected they will re-sign him. Interesting. Um, that's a strange one for me, dog. I'm not a fan of it, just because, like... The things that he did, I, I'm not okay with it. So, um, I feel like there was something else. I was desperately, while we were in our 10-minute loading phase of the podcast today, uh, I was trying to recall information, and I couldn't, and I still can't. So, um, hey, guys, listen, if you like what we're doing here, Follow us on social media. Austin has been actually fully active on it. We are at No Reserves Radio on all platforms except TikTok. Um, and we're actually the Twitch stream or the Twitch account is active. So if you do use Twitch, you can go ahead and follow us over there. We don't have a timeline for when we're going to start. It will be soon, but I'm not going to give you a concrete date and then us not make that happen. We're still trying to work out the details of what we're going to do there. So follow us along there. If you are into that kind of thing, we'll be playing a lot of games and we'll also be doing just a lot of 
Honestly, if Austin's internet is as good as he says it is, probably really soon. Yeah, we'll we'll see. But outside of that, also leave us a like, review, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're on. It will give you notifications that we have posted. And it helps us with the algorithm, which is cool. Um, but yeah, do you have anything like more you want to talk about? No, I'm good. You 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 have nothing. I got nothing, man. You you have nothing. Not even what we were talking about before we went on the air. Nope. You want to save that for next week because you want to go play Xbox. Nope. That is not the reason. Why is that? I'm confused. You're a confused boy. I guess I'm about to find out why he doesn't want to talk about that when we go off the air. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening along with us. Next week, we'll be back to normal episodes. Austin should be back. And we will start our summer plan. We do have a summer plan, and we will follow it. So see you all next Sunday. Have a good Sunday. week. Sunday, Sunday. And that's the bottom line. Oh, my God.